My name is Aram. I'm the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, and welcome back for episode 29, The Union, part one. I bet a lot of you are looking forward to this episode, but before we get started, we got an early Christmas gift this week from our friends at BattleBards. BattleBards produces unparalleled audio for all of your RPG tabletop needs. They have original music like the tribal soundscape of Orc Feast. Or maybe you want to set an eerie backdrop for a graveyard scene. BattleBards also has brand new scripts to breathe some life into your NPCs. Welcome, honored guests. Come in, unburden yourselves, and rest your weary feet upon our velvet-lined chairs. Quench your parched throats with a mug of ale, and warm your bones by our hearth. And crystal clear recordings of weapon impacts to add drama to your battles. Even the sounds of an enraged beholder. So if you want your RPG to sound like God's Fall does, check out BattleBards.com. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm playing Torvik Wildtongue, the level 4 Dwarf Paladin. Hi, I'm Doug. I'm playing Doro Knot, the level 4 Halfling Rogue. Hi, I'm Michael. I'm playing Zion Preeton a level four human sorcerer. Last week, we left the players at the feet of a giant crab that had risen from the water to block their pass. Zion saw through the illusion, but it was Doro who spotted the smaller boats pulling up alongside. I don't know how I knew that. I just kind of like instinctually knew it. Well, you knew about so, illusions, and you, right. you knew about illusion magic. Why would magic? that giant crab be there, basically? Right. like. It's not the convenient place for it to be. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that Torvik couldn't feel anything from it. Yeah. That was what... Those were two really good clues. I was hoping it was real, though. <laughs> Hi, crab. All right, so... What's your name? Paul. <laughs> what are you doing here, Paul? Guarding the mouth of this river. Paul. Paul the crab. <laughs> yep. Um, why are you guarding the mouth of the river, Paul? This I one. don't know. <laughs> Can we go by? Sure. Get out of the way. Thanks, Paul. The leader of the tribe was a woman named Malawi who possessed the ability to craft illusions on a grand scale. The players waited while she and Cyrena negotiated the ship's passage. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I am perfectly willing to discuss this, but not at the point of a spear. And the woman, Mazali, nods, and everyone whoo, lowers their spears. Shall we talk? 
The woman caked in mud says. I come out from behind her. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of looks behind her. Well, they live in the marshes. What's the, what's the temperature around here, by the way? It's warmer. As we've been going south, it's been getting warmer and warmer. And the last few days have been fairly humid. Uh, it's been clear, too. High so the sun's 70s. out for really yeah. long periods of time. Yeah, so especially on the even. water where everything's just a giant mirror to yeah, reflect yeah. it. I mean, it's warm. It's warm. I no. like mosquitoes. All right, let's go. And big ass mosquitoes and shit. Yeah, and crocodiles. <laughs> They've been know. ew. Yeah, well, I've been yeah. The giant birds. malaria. Yeah. I've been right. Candy yeah. birds that come to like fly around and eat all the mosquitoes. There we go. There we go. Yes. All the trees. You are the best ever. Right. Tool and like frogs. Travel. This is like great. Frogs lined up getting mosquitoes around the edge of the thing. Once negotiations were settled, Malawi met the rest of you on deck and challenged Torvik to a wrestling match. The dwarf was in for more than he had planned. And she sheds her robe, and then she just looks at you, and her eyes roll back white, and her neck creaks back, and you hear bones snap and crack within her, and her muscles rage against her skin as she grows and hair bursts from every part of her. What? And a round later, you are staring at a large black ape. So you just you guys see the ape circling back and forth around Torvik for a second and then go wha-bam, wha-bam, and doom, 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 begin to charge him and he just steps back and just and you see his neck snap forward and his arms wrench open, his hands flatten and spread, his black talons burst forth from him, and they're screaming and blood and fur and then he leans back and he has become a black bear and just lets out a howl as this ape comes charging towards him. That was really cool, though, as I poke you in different places. Please don't poke me. What else can you turn into, Tarvik? The waters after this pass grow deep and dark. You can see, I mean, before, like, you could see to the bottom in many areas where the sandbars would come up in here. No, it is deep and dark and still. Seventeenth to the twentieth of Safan, the next four days are nearly windless as the waters of Tranquil Bay turn still, earning their name. The sails go limp and the crew brings out oars to keep the ship moving. On the morning of this humid oath day, a strong wind begins to stir from the north, filling the ship's sails as the forested tips of the Emerald Arch appear. Tall, narrow mounds are blanketed with jungle foliage, some towering hundreds of feet above the water. Behind these emerald monoliths, the blackened, broken crest of Titan's Ridge looms into view. The edge of the crater surrounding the void rises to its highest point here, as the destructive force is brought down by Ogun in his effort to obliterate, in his effort to obliterate Baros and his union were redirected by Zavon to form jagged, impossibly high walls of obsidian. It is currently the 21st of Safan. Once they're through, the Emerald Arch, they figure it's going to be three more days to the Spear. That's how they've timed it out. It's the World Storm comes down on the 30th. Right. So what day is it again? It is the 21st. The ship slides <laughs> into these huge green mounds and it is silent. There are no insects. There are no birds. There's nothing, there's no noise coming back. Your own voices 
get swallowed. There's no echo because there's such thick foliage over these looming rocks all around you and you're just carefully, quietly slipping in between them. As you come around one of these particularly large rocks, the Emerald Arch first comes into view. At the center of the Emerald Arch, a massive arch strides two of the largest islands spanning miles with nothing supporting it aside from where its twin bases meet the rocky hillside on either edge. No one knows who built it or by what means. Local Silwani tribesmen call it Kogarod, which translates to Skygate. The place around it is eerily quiet. Look, can we get going? We're wasting time here. All right, you hear a scream and turn to see two huge tentacles wrap around a crewman, rip him in half and drag both halves down under the water as a bucket of blood just splashes across all the deck. All mortals below deck. They're all shouting. All time to leave now. <laughs> all of you get below deck. Okay, Please. and Sight and, and, and is like, do as he says. And some of the people like look at each other, but they nod and they go down under. Torvik, where's your jug? Her lieutenant refuses to leave her side. Okay, so you reach out and you're searching through the waters and then you find something and you lock with it for a second. You start to talk with it and then you just get flooded with visual imagery back. You see the gate above you open as like a plume of energy explodes out from both sides in this purple and pink cloud and then gets sucked back in and you see a creature a mile tall step through it with impossible arms and mouths and tentacles and claws and a face that just breaks your mind and then you just snap out of it. But there's no talking with this thing. Whatever this thing is, wherever it comes from, is very, very alien. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't like that. Caitlin um, knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, Oinkers Caitlin, dream at it. Dream really <laughs> mad at it. <laughs> Go to sleep, squid thing. I'll have all my nightmares, Zion. All of them. Have all of your nightmares. <laughs> all of them. And I sit down and go, we're fucked, guys. So. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I use my force and fly away. Sorry, <laughs> bye. Bye. Good luck, These bitches. Yeah, fuck that. I teleport to the back. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here, chiefs. Let's go, Zion. Wee. I turn into a great eagle and fly away with you yep. guys. Hey, we'll and Para takes off like the human tour. Right. He can't quite do that yet. Bye, Oinker. Sorry. Boy. Well, she turns into a barracuda. This is a gateway. Let me try something. No, Doro, no. <laughs> give me the gem. No, Doro, no. No one give Doro the gem, says a voice all in the back of your head. <laughs> give me the gem. <laughs> All right, well, the first thing I do, I suppose, is I cast uh, Dancing Lights. Yeah. All right, so you cast Dancing Lights at the edges of the ship. The second you do, you see the creature roll up. It just kind of, look. it literally looks like it rolls up the side of the ship. It's a ball of scales and flesh and a giant mouth surrounded by four rubbery tentacles covered in these barbed oozing hooks. It swipes at the lights for a second, screams in the unnatural wail of several dozen voices, and then disappears back beneath the water.
Okay, doesn't like light. That's good. Uh, but it's still, it's not like pitch dark right now, is it? No, it's just, it's just like dusk. It's dusk. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have that rod of wonder ready just in That's case. That's fair. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, we, so need to, we need to unbeach the ship. We need you to, to unbeach the ship. We do need to unbeach the ship. I don't know how. We still have that little thing. We do still have the anchor thing, but I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> what, what does that do? It's an we anchor charm. We don't know. We don't know yet. No. We're never, actually, we can know. I cast. Um, <laughs> Are you really going to pause right now to cast Identify <laughs> yes, the Anchor Charm? Yes. Yeah, what does that Can wait, you help us? Uh, but, identify. Wait, don't no, listen. What's this move speed? I want to explain. If you have all your deck of cards now, <laughs> you still have to prepare spells each day. So you have to pick these out in advance, <laughs> put them to the side. Sometime over this you can't long just, trip. Maybe you can't we, just, okay, maybe next day, but you can't just go through uh, the whole deck. Uh, you have access to this, this, no, and you have this. Access to, <laughs> you have access to all your spells, but you have to pick them out each day. Okay. okay. Well, when do no, I no, get spells? No, I don't, because I'm a sorcerer. You spell, yeah, you don't have to. Actually, right. you're right, I'm sorry, you don't have to. You, you do. Well, I mean, what, do you want to fight this? No. Well, then we need to leave. Okay. Which means? Fine. <laughs> but this elder beast will probably be able to see through the damn gym. All right, fine. Serena, put the gym on my back and I'm going to attempt to force this off of this uh, uh, arch. The rest of you will help him? Yes. Whatever. All right, everyone's got their energies. I don't want to fight this anymore. All centered around this, right? And you, she takes out the Eye of Saw. Are you ready? I suppose. All right, and she holds it for a second, and it begins to vibrate before she even touches you with it. And there's just a trembling, and the entire Put it back, put it back, put begins. it back. And she quickly puts it back, and the tremble lessens. Let's not worry about the eye. Y'all just focus your energy on me. Okay, right. I rolled a 19 okay. anyway. So. Okay, <laughs> 19 plus, four. plus uh, wisdom. Two. Everyone else roll. It's 21. Everyone else roll concentration. Constitution. Right. Thank you. And one for parity. Oh, right. 17. 22. Okay. If you all are focused and focused, and you can feel the ship rising, and you have now you have two options here. You can lift the whole ship over the arch and forward. Just shift right. it over a little okay, bit. Okay, so Whatever you're lifting, you. and then you can feel the whole thing kind of listing to the right, or port, or the fuck <laughs> it is, and you kind of like are crashing over to the right. There's an unnatural concophony of screams, and the thing rolls back up the deck and charges you. Roll. Initiative? Yeah. Thoreau got a 20! Nice. So I'm gonna go first. Oh, All right, well, we're no longer beached, right? Well, you're in the process of not being beached. You need to maintain concentration throughout the rest of this round in order for you to not be beached. And I'm gonna guarantee you that shit here in a second. That's hopefully what'll happen, All yes. right, are we ready? So yep. Dora's first to act. Uh, I see this thing coming at him. Yeah, it is going, going, by the way, for Michael. Okay, Well, so. for Zion, sorry. What? <laughs> you are fucked. What is your AC? You're a level one guy, so you're screwed. Michael is at least a level three guy. Okay, so I'm going to teleport into distance to throw alchemist fire at this thing. I teleport to there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I take out my alchemist fire yeah. and I fucking just throw this thing. Okay, like, roll to hit. <laughs> Dexterity, perhaps? Uh, yeah, it's a dex. It's, it's plus that's a dex. that's a 20. Okay, you definitely, it, it splatters open across say, its face. I say, now, and like that, to at the very least get its attention. Right, gotcha. Yeah, para realizes what you've done, no problem, yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay. All right, uh, Torvik. Uh, Alchemist Flare. This sticky adhesive fluid ignites when exposed to air. Yeah. As an action, you can throw this flash 20 feet, blah, 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 make a ranged attack, treating, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it does a, it takes one by four at the start of every turn. Okay, so the front of it just like like about a five foot area on its, it has, it has it's no like eyes, it just has a mouth. Yeah, one no, die four every um, round. They nerfed it. So it has no mouth. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry, it has no face, like otherwise than, than yeah. just a mouth. And uh, it begins to burn, and the, and the scent of burning thing fills her nose as it lets out another horrible multi-voice scream. Yeah, I just... I'm, oh, the vinegar! Uh, <laughs> That's our chance. We're going we're gonna to make fish and chips. You do not want to eat this thing. <laughs> readying my You're just action. holding your ground, basically. Yeah, readying the action and throwing... Well, I have the protection, which is whoever he attacks. Sure. Gets a, uh, he has to roll a disadvantage. All right. Um, Who are you putting on him? I don't yeah, pick, I pick on who I... Um, he's clearly going for Zion, or he was going for Zion. Yeah, whoever, yeah, whoever he attacks gets a disadvantage. He has to roll disadvantage for it. Okay, Elder Beast. All right, so he's going to... Well, but, uh, but Doug, protecting. Yeah. one through uh, pick, high or low? Uh, high. I rolled a six. So the thing rears around and pulls both tentacles up and goes to strike at you. That's great. Okay. Do I have dodge yet? 23, does that hit you? Hold <laughs> on. Eviscerates me. Yes. 23 hits you? Yes. Oh, and that's a two, so you got lucky. So uh, the first one strikes you, the second one does it. A tentacle wraps around your left arm and barbs sink into your flesh. You take 12 points of damage as it rends the flesh from basically right underneath your shoulder down to your elbow. You feel a burning sensation as some sort of ooze just seeps into your rended flesh and horrid smell fills your nose. Oh, Jesus. I got a 12 for my constitution save for losing over half my hit points in an attack. Okay, you see Doro slump to the ground as this thing moves to consume him. It's the god of travel. Yikes. <laughs> Fucking yikes. That's not good, guys. This is very bad. Okay, Para. Para, I'm sorry. Uh, fuck. Well, Para, Para runs forward and goes to make a touch, a, a touch attack on the thing's tentacle that has Doro. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's just like you see his arm, basically. It doesn't flame up. You just see it go red, like it turns into magma, and he just slaps it against the creature's side. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool. That will definitely hit. And the creature yeah. burst in the flame. He just punches straight through the like it slides in like a knife through butter, and you just see the whole cheek and mouth area erupt into flame. It releases Doro as he slumps to the ground and curls, it like pulls back like that, screaming and flailing. All right, my turn. I continue to force us off of this thing that we're stuck on. Roll Constitution. 13. 13. You are just able to hold it and you crash down. It wobbles to the left. Everyone roll reflex. Dexterity. Roll dexterity. Paris fine. Now fails. Cyrena's fine. 
Two. Okay, you are prone. <laughs> Seven. Prone. <laughs> Prone. Prone. Right, because you're out cold. Yeah. Right. Asleep. Right. I'm unconscious right. still. Alright, it's all up to Para. Alright, humans. Humans? Whoever, okay, Sirena charges forward. Did you call them humans? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm just. I I'm told assuming. them to go downstairs. Right? <laughs> now they're dead. And she just wants to drive a sword right into its back, which she does quite well. And it takes 12 more points of damage. So she just sinks it to the hilt. Kailu lines up an arrow. Hits. Takes another seven. So it's just you know, as it's being kicked from multiple sides. Is there anyone left? Uh, the boat swing. Uh, boat swing swings with his sword as well. Hits again. I'm glad we had some humans, I guess. <laughs> All three of them got really solid attacks on it, and there's this black kind of tar-like blood, you know, like blah, blah, just kind of oozing out of it in, in what looks like clumps, but it's screaming and flailing about. Okay, uh, let's see here. So, uh, Doro uh, is down. Do you want to make a constitution roll to wake up? 14. Okay, you wake up in searing pain. Because you are losing an extra hit point per round as this like acidic slime that's in your wounds continues to eat away at your flesh. You gonna kill all the players this game? Guess so. <laughs> TPK baby. Uh, the end. The elder beast is now the god of travel <laughs> slash beasts. Well, that's gonna be bad for everybody. Fire. You know yeah. what? Fuck you, Friday. Good luck with that. He's a god. What is this? Just one tentacle thing? No, it's it's a ball. It's a round ball with kind of like legs and four giant flopping tentacles that look far too unwieldy for it to move. Although it does very quickly, and just a giant mouth. No eyes. No other facial features. It's just in the a water, huge mouth. And it's reaching onto the boat. No, it's on the boat now. Oh, so it's how not... big is this thing? It's about ten feet by ten feet. Oh, okay. What happened so to we... a mile high? Yeah, what happened yeah. to the mile beast? So you talk... Oh, that was the thing he saw in his vision. It's not the Old same you? thing. So oh! there's another beast below us that's a mile high. Wait, <laughs> stop. Wait, what beast stop. is a mile high? Stop, though? stop, stop. What are you talking about? Uh, in his vision. I thought. Yes. Maybe I, I, I in his run. vision, he saw the gate explode and there was a beast a mile high. This is a completely different creature. Oh, so it's like it's baby just having fun with us? And you maybe, who knows? You don't know that. He never, <laughs> I never there, explained. The I never gate never it. opened. There never was a mile high creature. He had a vision of this happening. This other creature may or not be Told related to you. that creature. So now that Para is engaged in melee with it, do I get a sneak attack because I'm flanking it? Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, you do. I stabbed this asshole for attacking me when I first thought it was some giant thing right. reaching on our ship, and I'm like just trying to scare away its limbs with fire. Oh, you're a thing that's on the ship that can be killed now? That's too bad for you. Roll the hit. Wait, where is this now? I mean, right. it, you 20. throw fire <laughs> in hit. its face. Anytime you throw fire in someone's face, they're probably not going to be happy. With it's you. not going to be a great reaction. No. Yeah. I mean, oh. And by the way, in this particular case, <laughs> I am not doing subdual damage. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. By no. the way, yeah. real lethal. No. I right think now. that's a fair thing to do with this. Uh, so that's for a grand total. Wait, which one's the dagger? That one? So two, nine, seven. You cut deep into the tentacle that had lashed out at you and just take a big, huge chunk out of it as it flops around in front of you. All right, Torvik. 
uh, standing up. Wait, do I get a move action too? Yeah, you can move. Him. No, no, because you were getting up. That's your move action. Oh, okay. Uh, no, then. wait, no. It's, so it's yeah, like half yeah. your move action to stand up. So you can <coughs> you can move two spaces. <coughs> yeah, I'll just stop. Okay. Okay, so... Um, stand up. Standing half up. Half your move action, yeah. Can, can I reach him? Yeah, okay. you can move ten and move him. All right. Um, Sorry, move ten and hit him. All right, so I'm... First of all, can I feel it? Like, am I feeling... Because I can feel if they're like... Uh, fiends or... Oh, yeah, I, this thing is evil. Yes, okay. absolutely, you can um, feel that. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, no, it's evil. No, I it's like... I mean, it's, it's literally like, you know... I'm just trying I mean, to communicate. It's, it's, it's coming across ah! the crowd like... You know, I mean, it's right. clearly evil. Is it considered a fiend? It is not considered a fiend. No, it's an outsider. Dang it. Um, outsider. <laughs> outsider. Uh, <laughs> No, it's uh, Outlander. No, Outlander. It's Outlander. 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 <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> She's the Outlander from we the Outland. Outlander. Uh, Alright, I'm divine smiting the shit out of it. That would be a very good idea. Yeah, I'm running up with. I think I have a sword. What did I grab? You grabbed your shit. You got. You have your axe. You have your weapons. You got your brand new axe. Well, no, I had the shield. I grabbed the shield. And oh, the, the shield, and then whatever sword you had. Well, I had the hammer. Regular, Your hammer, then. Regular hammer. Yeah. Warhammer. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm divine swinging it. Uh, 15, I'm guessing hits it. That'll hit. All right, so I hit it, and then I'm doing... How much? 10. All right, so he Torvik just comes charging in, just... Wham! Boom! Bright, bright of light, and the thing staggers backwards right towards the edge. It's still on its feet, but it's kind of, like, slumped, and its tentacles are a little limp, and, like, big bursts of weird tar blood are exploding out of it. Mm. All right, Elder Beast. Okay, uh, yeah, it's just gonna go over. <laughs> so it just goes, it just lets itself go over. So the thing vanishes over the side. There's a sploosh in the water, silence again, and the boat is just drifting forward. Right, Samarina's like, raise the sails! And people are on the deck pulling up sails very quickly. There's a decent win, and the boat is pulling away. What are you guys doing? Para, heal. I hit a knee and say, heal Dora. Yeah, you can first of all take, well, I would have already ran over. take one. one more point, take one more point of damage. And yeah, he is, his arm is black yeah, and you can see like veins filling with it as you come up oh, yeah. towards I'm him. I'm going full on. You clamp hands around him and you start to fill his arm with energy, but you feel a void and a darkness and a a malevolence get in your way, start to block you and somehow interfere, so you have to push through it. I need you to make, you need to beat this, so roll a die 20 and add your charisma. 9, 10, 11, and then I'm proficient in charisma saves, so 12, 13. Nothing. You push into it and you try and heal him and nothing. Whatever is happening in his arm, the wound resists your magic. Uh, para, para, para! Oh dear. Okay, so Para comes in and his and he's like, Doro, I'm sorry, and he just clamps wait, his hands wait. No, around not that. your arm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! 
Isn't there some magic something? Okay. You do I something. need you to roll constitution. Fucking, I look right at Torvik and say, you're my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, 21. Okay, you stay conscious as Para burns you for three points of damage. I look right at him and say, ow! Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. And he just flares up and increases it. Oh, you got fucking lucky. He burns straight through it. There is searing pain. I need one more constitution save from you. You had to roll a 19 mm. to get well, through this so shit. Now, okay, so now I'm definitely going to... And it's impregnated you with it, so maybe... <laughs> no, at this, no, at this, at this point, he's going to be burned through of anything. No. So, yeah. Even a no. chest cold's gone no, at this point. So no. What'd you get? Oh, no, you're out cold. So Doro passes out as flame just erupts over his arm. It's black into the bone, much like you saw when he's... When he saved Abranic. Abranic from turning into a rock zombie. And then the arm's just fine. The flesh is perfectly healed. And Doro's just passed out on the ground. And Para is not looking great either. He's pretty he's pretty exhausted. That's obliterated my right. jacket, hasn't it? Well, yeah, your whole, the whole sleeve is missing. Everything's melted away. There's buttons that have just become like little piles of brass on the deck. Mm. All right, well, um, so I, I'll help. Para to get to bed, and maybe you should <laughs> carry uh, Doro. Not a problem. And yeah. the crew is on board the ship, cleaning, washing away whatever gross black blood this thing had, pulling up sails, and just proceeding as right. fast as they can the fuck out of here. Right, right. Full speed ahead, and I take a little vial of black blood and put it into a vial. Done. Perhaps we can turn yeah. this creature to Arsa. Perhaps I may have one. <laughs> Ripping lines. We've returned, Friday. Attack them, Mike. Behold our children! Get them! (laughs) 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 March down the fucking streets. (laughs) (laughs) Were those trash can things from Doctor Who? They marched down the streets like those things? Daleks, Daleks, yeah. That's why we should be doing video. That was amazing. So, uh, an hour goes by and there's no and other attacks, no there's nothing else happening, okay. it's returned to quiet, there's the sound of crickets and birds and frogs starting to echo across the water again, so whatever the fuck that was, you feel like you've gotten away. Okay. Well, I, I stay up for a while and, um, and just stay on the deck and look very concerned. So, you spend the next four days, uh, sorry, the next three days uh, in quiet. You know, the wind is decent. Um, it's not quite as oppressively hot as it was because there's at least a little air moving, but it's still pretty, you know, hot and humid as you sail along quietly for the next three days. Your arm is fully healed when you wake up. So you sleep for a good 10 hours. Okay. And then you wake up um, like, ah, 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 but is fine. And yeah, Oinkers is like right there roiled up with you and your arm's absolutely fine and everything's fine. You're fine. Do I have my influence? Oh, yeah. Am I healed? Mm-hmm. Right, we only lost one. That's not too bad. 
And it was a sucker punch. That's right. That's right. Ambush. That's right. So <laughs> we'll see. Okay, here's what I thought was happening. Yeah. This is why I was like, well, we're totally fucked. There, right. There's a, a mile-long creature oh. with this little finger up oh. here. Yeah. 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 We're finding yeah. this one little piece of it yeah. thinking, oh, we can barely beat this thing. And no. it's going to come out of the water like, like it's bigger no. than a titan. No, I'm sorry. No, he had a vision Pow! of a very a different creature. Gone. Or maybe the mother creature or whatever the fuck it was. But well, it was not the same okay. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I move around? Can I get out of my way? Yeah, okay. you're fine. Right. You're a little so, bit stiff. Otherwise, not you're yeah, fine. Yeah, it's normal. Uh, I pick up Oinkers and I proceed. Barely, because she's a good 20 pounds well, now. She's big. Yeah. Oh, yeah shit. She, well, yeah. she's bigger. Than I get. That. She's been growing. So I get Oinkers. 25 off then of me. maybe. Yeah, 25, 30. 30 yeah. yeah. Was that? I get Oinkers off of me. All right. And <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, you, that's why you couldn't breathe. Right, yeah. <laughs> Let's go find Torvik. And I go to Torvik's room. <laughs> just knocks the oh, door open. In. Yeah. Is he in there? Boom. Yeah. I'm returning your bag. Hey, Doro. Right. Hey. Oh. That was some bad shit that happened. Oh. I hate seafood. <laughs> I love it. I have a ton of vinegar if you want to eat some. Uh, where's Para? Para is no uh, with Zion. I go to Zion's room. Yeah. Uh, you may want to knock first. <laughs> <laughs> is it late? Like, what time is it? Like right now? Like, it's it's. Why it, are you asking you me? You slept all the way through the I'm night. I'm the DM. So let's see. What well, happened tonight? It is. You slept all the way through the night, so it'd be the morning of the next day. Okay. So, so it's the, the morning of yeah. the next day. I'm not navigating anymore, am I? No, okay. no need for it. Open, right. so open water, so full speed ahead. Little, okay. All right. Well, you're coming to our room, and we're doing push-ups. Uh, <laughs> Is that a euphemism? No, doing push-ups. <laughs> Bro and out. And then and sit-ups. <laughs> Is that what gay people actually do together? Yes. They actually that do. Actually they morning. absolutely fucking work out <laughs> together. That, I mean, it's like completely true. That, okay. yeah. Not every morning, every couple, but plenty mornings, plenty couples. Yeah. All right, just making sure. Yeah. That's... So they're doing push-ups. Uh, hey, Tara. Hey, Doro. You saved my life again. Oh, he just kind of gets up and he's all sweaty and like. But listen, let's like you know, not do that anymore, okay? But he just got like a towel wrapped around him. He's like, hey, Doro, that's all right, man. Creeper. Gotcha. <laughs> You're the yeah. one that spied on him. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I just wanted to say thank you. Warned ya. Are you okay? Uh, as much as someone being torched unconscious can be. I'm sorry. I tried to no, help. No, you know, <laughs> that's. That's what you do, guy. So keep doing it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, being burned alive by Para is never fun. It's nice to have your life saved, but right. it's kind of uh, sucks. Hate yeah. that memory thing. Yeah. Uh, so, and then now, whenever something kind of scares Doro straight, he immediately falls into. Training mode. Oh, very good. Take 10 experience points. Yay! Wait a minute. Inspiration point. <laughs> yeah, well done. Take a point oh, no. of inspiration. The Elder Beast has an inspiration point. Yeah, you don't want that. You definitely don't want that. Fuck! Yeah, so obviously we're falling back into training. I'm going to use my spyglass now, and we're going to start working on getting real comfortable with changing the distance of it. And yeah. if I need to, the most, I know the maximum most distance I'd probably be able to create is from the crow's nest to the one of the ends of the ships. No, really? frankly, no. I mean, Unless there's the, plenty of rocks, there's plenty of edges that come in and come back out. So you could see a mile this way, pop on a shore, pop back onto the boat. I can get on that? Yeah. 
With a spyglass, with a full round to focus, without yeah. doing anything else, a mile, wow. no problem. Wow. No problem. I'm gonna but keep doing that. you need to that. focus, you need to go through it, and you don't believe, at least just by yourself, you could take others doing this. It takes all of your focus just to just do to this. Do it by myself. You definitely couldn't be running, you couldn't be riding right. a horse, you couldn't like carry two other people I'm with you. I'm gonna search the ship for something about as equal mass as one of his batteries. So like a so like a so like a twenty pound sack of flour or yeah. something. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna find one of these things and I'm gonna start trying to teleport with just it. Right, so I... To yes. Because <laughs> then if I can place a waypoint, then I can use the waypoint to move us there instead of the spyglass. Alright, roll uh Are we doing well if it's it's you've been doing wisdom. Roll yeah, sorry, roll, roll. My, my brain just locked up. Roll wisdom. Why not dex? Because it's not dexterity. Not just dexterity. Because dexterity is <laughs> everything else. No, because dexterity is everything else. So is, no, I'm no, never, we can't make it that. How can I be getting better at this if I always get a plus zero? You're gonna be level eight at some point. Dump. You've been do using your wisdom an awful lot. It wouldn't be unheard of to dump two points into it at that point. You could get a per act of wisdom. You could get a Ayu stone gonna, of wisdom. Yeah, I'm gonna need some kind of like tattoo of wisdom, put on the back of my neck or yeah, something. Yeah, there are no fucking tattoos of wisdom. I don't, I don't care what the book says. <laughs> yeah, there are no tattoos reach, of wisdom. I'm just reaching through the DM vault right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel a very hard slap on the back of your oh, wrist yeah. like, a, like a cosmic ruler struck you. <laughs> nope. Exactly. 12. Okay, 12 for wisdom. So you teleport half the bag with you. So, you know, it's a start as you're holding a bag and flowers just sifting straight out of it. Yeah. Keep trying. All right, all right. Uh, roll the next one. A bag of barley. You're going through our entire yeah, yeah, yeah. food here, supply. Here, here, take, some, uh, take this lead bar. Okay, <laughs> yeah, also, I wouldn't be taking food. Well, what would you take? Is there not like... All right, you know what? There's... Okay, as you get... You go back down for a bag... Of, when I'm wait, over there, you maybe. go back down for the second bag of food and pay... And pay toes just... There. Just stand there with his arms across. And he points to three bags of fish heads where he's cut away everything else. Oh, trash. Yeah. yeah. No, that'll, then that, you can be helpful. <laughs> yeah. So work. you drag a stinking, dripping bag... Three bags of fish heads a to fish the... fish awful. The, yeah, to the top of the deck. Roll yep. again. Yep. 15. That time it worked. So you grab the first one, you you, you sight it, and zoom, boom, you're there. And leave the bag there. Blah. And I zoom go back. back. Yep. Okay. How many fish head bags do I have? Two more bags of fish heads. We're going to do this two more times. All right, roll again. Attempt to do this two more times <laughs> is what I meant to say. 18. Yep. Zoom, zoom. Blah. Zoom. Seven. <laughs> okay, the, yeah, the, uh, you, and the fish heads just kind of explode and cover you in fish oil and guts. Whatever. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so it might work, is your answer? No, it'll work. Two out of three is not bad. Two out of three is not bad. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm also going to train and be practicing with my uh, my shields. Perfect. And also picking up multiple things simultaneously. And the third thing that I want to train oh, that I haven't done yet. Right. Oh, theoretically, I don't see why I can't hover. So right. I'm going to attempt to force myself against the ground. Lift myself into the air. Wisdom. 
<laughs> Six. Okay. So you see Zion kind of like punch whoa. holes through the deck. No, 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 no. He just starts He does rise off the deck for a little while, but a boat is challenging. Maybe this wasn't the best place for you to try this. And you push down a little hard, and the whole deck kind of leans about a couple feet. Everyone just kind of slides a bit, Sorry. and you tumble to the ground, and pair catches you, and you collapse onto the ground in a pile. Oh. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> Fucking witches. At some point. <laughs> did you ever play uh, Chrono Trigger? No. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. At some point, we need to train a dual tech. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to try and train with his power mm -hmm. in conjunction with mine. Right. So, for instance, I want to get you to like hold me in place, just to hold me there, and see if I can teleport out of it. I also want to see if. You can like. Well, we throw, have three days. Might as well throw, throw <laughs> teleport me. Wait, so you guys gonna go at each other? Like, what's like? No, you... it's gonna be a controlled thing. He's yeah. going. I'm gonna make a. Range so you're just gonna attack, grab him, but I'm not see gonna if he grab can get him away. I'm trying to crush right. his body, but just like grab him. You're just, just grabbing. Grab him. All right, and then so, see if he can teleport out of him. So, so, boom! You feel the air solidify around you is the best way, and you just feel your shoulders like punch up as someone's gra or no, grab. No, hands? what Cyril did to you is I mean, make your flesh <laughs> come alive and work against you. It's 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 like if you know My when body was working when you're electrocuted uh, and your and muscles, muscles tense up weird. Do things he did that, that like it was like it was happening do. inside of you. This okay. is definitely from the outside pressing in. Okay, it's like a million little hands. Like yep, exactly. Okay. So I'm gonna try and teleport out of his. Uh huh. I want you to roll wisdom. Five. No. <laughs> you can't yeah, get it. out. He holds you there. No. I wait. Hold on. Twelve. Roll against it. Roll wisdom against it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. Wait. One more time. Eight. Oh, eight. Oh. oh, oh. Fuck. Uh, so then it'd be our wisdom. So, uh, wisdom yep. And I have uh, zero. I have two. Yeah. So he wins. It's like, like you see him, you know, struggle, but no, he holds you. I'm just, just kind of right there in the middle of the air. Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, wait, put me down now. All right, I release him. All right, so will Torvik still, still make an armor? I know. Well, yeah, I've, I've changed, like, for the past couple of days, it's just been kind of just working. Yeah. And just, you know, not really, just get, you know, just the whole zone out thing. Yeah. And since the attack, I've gone down and I've, I, I, I need to get this fixed. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm so you timing it. Roll like me three constitution rolls. Two. Ten. Torvik. Okay. So you find Torvik asleep with his beard fully dipped in like a bubbling thing of sap and he's just got like charcoal all over his face and there's drool coming Where out the side of his mouth. He's like, she's on her back with her tongue hanging out, a bunch of chewed on apples around her and her big old fat belly just heaving up and down. I go into the room and I look at him and then I look at her. I go in and say, you guys! Real loud, like, mom, <laughs> or something. Uh, what? You're Torvik, you're asleep! You're not even done yet! Walker just pops to his turf, he's like, hur, hur, And hur. you! What happened to you? You're supposed to be kind of in charge of this one, and you're asleep, eating apples! She narrows her eyes, she does a full circle, 
She lays back down. I need to take a break. As you're actually saying this, you're looking at what he's done. And you're seeing now, it has largely come together. The wood and the leaf wrappings where he's kind of rolled individual leaves up with this weird tar substance to make a really, really thin but incredibly strong rope that he's then wound into these individual wooden sections that pull everything together. You didn't actually see these tiny holes at the top of each section until you look down, but he shaved off edges, he's run things through, he's warped wood ever so slightly. It looks like he's just about done and it's looking awful impressive. So you guys go on like this, and for the next three days, it's, you know, much like this. You're getting used to being on a ship. There's drinking, there's dice rolling, there's stick whacking. And on the fourth day, on the 26th of Safan, feast day, it is a hot, still afternoon as the gap between Titan's Ridge and the coal spine fully comes into view, revealing the rocky outposts of the Spear of Jardin. The spear is a narrow fortress consisting of an octagonal wall standing guard around a single octagonal tower that stretches another hundred feet into the sky, ending in an ever-burning copper flame that gives the appearance of a flickering spearhead. It is built on a rocky, pale yellow outcropping that rises from the water at the dead center of the gap between the towering obsidian mountains that dwarf everything beneath them. As you approach, you notice a pair of ships flying the colors of Brennus, situated at either side of the spear, while several dozen men and women line the battlements with crossbows raised. The spear! <laughs> I All say, right, Cyrena, do we it. need to send out birds? Cyrena's kind of narrowing her eyes and looking towards it, and... She would know the protocol. Yep, I actually wrote that what she does. I got it. <laughs> uh, she, okay, at this point, she orders her royal colors raised. Now, up until this point, the ship's been just sailing under like a, merchant. a merchant's flag. Right, well that comes down and the royal colors of Ani go up. There's a minute where nothing happens. You're just kind of quietly sailing towards them. Crossbows are still raised, ships are still there, nothing else is going on. Gondor is lit. Oh, yeah. You just see it. Across the mountainside. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Uh, then they as, launch those trebuchets that launch pieces of the town at people. <laughs> oh my god! After a minute, there's a clear, brassy wail of trumpets from the walls of this fortress. And the flame of the sphere turns a rich crimson that matches Sirena's royal colors. You hear cheers come up from the walls. You see Sirena relax a little bit, and she tells them to proceed forward. You also see a rowboat coming out towards you. Cool. At this point, I, I defer to Sirena as our leader. So. Mm. And she's like, you know, call for them to drop anchor, hoist in the sails, and the rowboat comes up, the lower ropes down. There are four people on this boat and a dwarf, a female dwarf. She's clearly in charge. Her name is Betagrit Stormborn. She's a pretty and somewhat flirty dwarf, which is odd. Normally they're a little bit more stoic. She seems pretty relaxed for a commander in her rank, and Bedigrit she climbs Storm on what? board. Bedigrit Stormborn. Hi. She is muscular but graceful, and has a habit of absent-mindedly spinning a pair of finely crafted bronze hand axes as she talks. 
Stormborn? Stormborn. Born. So she gets aboard, deep bows along with the four people with her, all bow towards the queen. This is, and she just introduces all of you, Torvik, Doro, Zion, Para, her men, you know, not all of them, but you know, right. we're not here for all John fucking day. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. You know, yeah, exactly. Dwarfny, potato. <laughs> and, she, right. and she's like, you know, and she, you know, I'm not gonna do this whole thing, but she explains to, to them that they need to get to the observatory, and she's not too open with why you need to get mm -hmm. to the observatory, but Bettigrit just, okay, fine. And you know, like, you know, it's, 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 it's an eight day journey, blah, blah, blah. You know, we can start here, and then. She's like, do you still have the sight glass on top of the tower? Because she knows what this place is. And like, oh yes, absolutely. It's like, can we go there? Of course. And so you're being taken now in rowboats off of the boat towards the uh, citadel. Excellent. Cool. So what uh, what day is this again? Okay, this is the 26th of Safan, and it is feast day. It is also late in the afternoon, and they are setting up for one because it's the one thing they can do here. They are bored shitless. Nothing ever happens at this post. Nothing has ever come out of the world storm. Nothing has ever come out of the void. That's they stare it. at nothing so we have, we have year after year. Then, you have four days. And there before is a we feast. Traps up before you have to, well, here's the thing. There is a telescope at the top of this thing. Right. So what Sirena is assuming, and as they're walking, she's talking to you about this a little quietly, but can you get to everyone? a mile from here, up that mountain. Yeah! <laughs> well, it depends. That's, yeah, that didn't, seem, <laughs> that didn't seem terribly convincing, Doro. Well, it does depend, technically. Right? What does it depend on, Doro? Well, I have to be able to see. I have to be able to see. Well, like, you I can. Saw. They have a telescope at the top of the tower. Wait, 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 no, our, everybody is the problem. Up the mountain? Yes. The well, observatory. The observatory oh, so is a two mile. Of, super magnet. Well, there's there's things. a decent one at the top of this tower and a really impressive one at the observatory. But the observatory oh, is a mile. Sorry, two the, miles up the mountain. The the idea is to use the smaller one to get up to the mountain. To get to the mountain. Okay. Exactly. And then uh, use the one at the observatory to get across to the world storm. Yes. All right. I do my Peter Pan pose and say yes. Would you all like to eat and rest tonight before then? Yes. How much time do we have? You got four days. Four days. So we wouldn't make it even if we couldn't do this anyway. Correct. So, so either you're gonna do this or not, you may as well rest up. Work. Yeah, you exactly. might as well rest up and eat. That's yeah, a really exactly. good point. There are about three dozen men and women stationed at this at this fort. So not a huge it's and it looks like it could easily, you know, have two or three hundred. So this is a skeleton crew here. Uh-oh. Because there are 200 Kadarians coming this way. Basically. <laughs> they, they, against they'll, they'll 36. Yeah. Well, so. They got to get through the. And they the, have to find us. They yeah. have no idea where we went. And beside, and they have a, a little squid billy. Squid billy. Squid billy. Whoa. All right. So uh, you all eat and feast. And, you know, it's a. And a fake crab. Generally quiet yeah. evening. Vetigrit uh, <laughs> is a good storyteller and loves to talk and likes to hear stories. I'm sure you don't tell her everything, but I'm, I'm sure there's no, I'm not going to say a word. Like, right. I'm, like I'm... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's so flirty like, as hell. No yeah. problem. Yeah, me absolutely. Her, yeah. So yeah. I'm going full bore into... Okay, well, that's not a problem oh. because she's pretty receptive. So would you, after towards the evening, be... Like, if she's like, come up to my bed chambers, let's go out. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm Done. Leaving. 
Yeah. Roll no. me constitution. Oh, Four. Would it be performance? Huh? No, roll me performance. Fair oh, enough. Jesus, little modifier for that. Oh, hers is a 16. Yeah, charisma. <laughs> oh, natural 20. Oh, wow! The champ! <laughs> right. The champ! Excellent. So the lights go down, and as they come up the next morning, Benegret just kind of stumbles out with her hair all, you know, looking a little flustered, shall <laughs> we, shall we, um, say. So, all right then, uh, shall we? Well, now is when I suppose we have to discuss what exactly we're doing. Yep. So, well, you're all taken up to the Out top of, curiosity, of this tower. Out of first of all, Benegret, yes. do you happen to have what the Kadarians call Seeker Stones? Not here, no. Okay. Yeah, they wouldn't. I mean, there'd be no reason for them to have them. Right. You know. Yeah. No, I don't know. A trinket. <laughs> no, it was fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> really would like another one. No, not, yeah, would be Actually, nice. Actually, I'd really like about twenty or maybe a hundred. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why limit yourself? Like we should have, like you know, cast sleep or something on that Kadarian vessel and gotten picked up every single one. Right. <laughs> like but a you're, but you're basically being open about your desire for these things, right? I was open about, do you happen to have a, a yeah. stone that looks like this? Hang on. But I'm not saying why. Right. Okay. She should have to roll a disadvantage. Harte, uh, Harte hears you say that, and you see him reach into like a little pouch on the side of his leg, and he pulls out a seeker stone about the size of a large egg. Really? <laughs> it's yeah, the so one. You gotta ask, I guess. It's yeah. the one that he, I described him as yeah. he stole a seeker stone from an anti-theot, you never bothered to ask him if he still oh, had it. Or if he still had it. Well, Hartag. <laughs> you have told Do you see what the DM just did? We're all fearful of his description, so we tune them out when he does it. So he laid something important inside one. Right inside one, right <laughs> there. Yeah, my eyes were rolling. I was like oh. checking my Twitter. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, sailor got it. Yeah, yeah. it'll be done in voiceover anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, now you've um, got two new. Seeker stones, or at least unbroken seeker stones. Right. Well, so I, uh, before we go anywhere, I need to step inside the uh, uh, private room for just a minute. <laughs> That's fine. Doesn't matter. Right, right, right. I mean, at this, at, this, at this point, it's just Bettegrit and your team, so there's no, there's, 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 there's no one you have to hide from, you know. Mm, maybe. Um, anyway, so I, I make the last battery that we can make, and I no pocket problem. the other one. Yeah. So. Fine. That's fine. Or it gets carried for you. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you know, I wrap the uh, uh, metal around it. So now we have one fully functional um, battery and two partially functional batteries. Right, and you've got to get all this stuff. So you're at the top of the tower. There's a large telescope that they have swung around to point at a spot two miles up the mountain. And you look into it, and you can very, very clearly see. It's a very clear day, thankfully. And you can very clearly see this uh, stone box, basically, with a ironwood dome it looks like because it's that same kind of greenish wood and then there's one flap in the front that's just animal hides that have been tacked down with brass really tightly all the way along it and you know as you're doing that the flame and it's like in a room above you and you can kind of see through because it's glass under underneath and there's nothing igniting the flame it's just fire so you imagine it's magical and it turns from the crimson it was into like a pale ice white and as it does, as it does, then you're looking through. You see a man who comes out of the building, kind of looks. He's like, 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 like a hand telescope of his own. He seems to be looking down towards where you are, and then he goes back and he starts to unbolt some of the flaps at ground level. 
Not that I crush his bones. He's two miles away. He's also helping. Yeah, uh, he's helping. Oh, are you this sure? Yes. Yeah, this one's not, just because it's got two legs doesn't mean you need to kill it. Uh, so, what's, what do you, how do you want to, what do you yeah, want how to do we want to do this? First, how many things are we going to be able to carry I wish I had gotten a chance to practice with batteries, truthfully, but. Uh, well, we can't. I know. The more you use it, the more it falls apart. Because um, I wonder how far it is. Because I could leave a battery here. You're ready to teleport. If, it, if uh, you can teleport plan? people safely, one because you practice it enough at this at this point, you have very clear and really powerful sight glasses, okay. and there's a lesser powerful one up there of equal strength. You can point back this way, right? So okay. one by one, you could teleport people safely without. Okay. But it's but it's, it's you know you'll, you'll you'll be basically taking a twenty every single time. Yes. So it'll it'll take all day, okay. and you'll be completely exhausted at the end I of it. I tell them this and that. Yep. So I'm probably going to need to nap when we get up there. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll have two more days. To, to well, today's the 27th. Yes, you will, because tomorrow will be the 28th and the 29th. You're right. So you'll have two days after so, this. Okay. You can nap all day. All right. So okay. that's what you guys do. You're getting gear together, and one by one, every 20 minutes, Doro's taking someone or some large piece of gear, like a battery, up the mountain More and like back. 40 minutes, Oh, right, right. Well, no, him getting back is easier. It's he can just, just look and boom, and that's yeah, instantaneous. That so that he doesn't yeah. need it for. But on the way up, he needs 20 minutes every single time. So it's like 20 minutes, one minute. 20 minutes, one minute. 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with the first time you go up to the observatory, you are met by Vermund Iverson. Vermund is a tall man in his 40s with broad shoulders and thick blonde hair swept back into an unkempt ponytail. His pale gray eyes are wide and ever moving as he paces back and forth, fidgeting with various items. He is uncovering the observatory, as you suggested, and he's looking at batteries and talking to you and saying, like, like every time you teleport, he for some reason measures well, the, the ground. First, the you first know. time I get down off of Sirena's shoulders because I would have been riding her like a... <laughs> Right. Like that when we tell Oh, you take Siren first. Oh, okay. Yes, Boom. of course yes. you take the queen first. Yes. <sighs> and <they're> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're just like left with this little like, wee as the Paris as the periscope spins around. So and then he takes the next and then that's all day. Right? And eventually around 6 p.m., just in time for dinner, you're all up there with the batteries. Everyone is gonna teleport. And Doro's just Laying flat on his back in the snow, just ah, 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 ah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll get Doro to a, a nice spot to sleep. You pick him up, and he's already like, and this drools pouring out of his mouth, and he's out. Yeah. All right, so this observatory, it's like it has walls and everything. It is a stone box. And inside this room, there are cots and everything, and like desks and all that. And then, then just, just the area of this huge brass wheeled copper thing with a giant track around it, similar to the one where you'd rotate your catapult on the back of your, of your ship. And he has uncovered over the day this opening, and then you know, and like extended this huge telescope out and pointed it towards some area of nothingness, right? But he's going and he's like setting dials and he's looking through this old journal and he's explaining that, you know, they know where it is. They know to get it dialed in. So he's dialing in it to be focused on the union once the world storm parts. So if you look through it now, it's just a super blurry storm because it's focused somewhere beyond the wall of the storm. Right. So we have all of our batteries here. Yep. 
wrap door up and extra blankets. No. <laughs> like, you know, like yep. a little, like a, a little Chipotle burrito. Like a little burrito. Oikers is like laying, not all mm -hmm. you, but like off to the side of them. Yeah. Providing heat. Yep. And there's food. It's meager, but there's you know enough food there that he's able to put out. Well, his, we also brought some burrito. That helps. Yeah. Additions, Good. So. That helps. So you lay out a bit of a feast. Uh, we are not going to be able to do the whole Doro teleporting. It's the night of the day before. Right. You always have to do it all at once. Yeah. We're going to have to teleport everybody at once, which means, unfortunately, we are going to have to use the eye one last time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and power up one of those things, one of the return uh, well, gems, probably right? Probably twice in order for me to reach the battery from the Union, because we won't have the mega spyglass when we're over there. So I'm probably No, but you're going to create twice. a waypoint here. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to create the waypoint here and then teleport well, with I, the Eye of Saw to everyone else's power across the world storm with the I telescope. Able, will I be able to reach the waypoint from the Union? Yeah, the waypoint, okay. theoretically, as far as you can tell, should anchor you anywhere. Okay. So our very best battery that we know, like, you know... The working the, one. The, the working one right. that we built. That's the one that we're going to keep in this observatory. Okay. Um, that way it's a failsafe. And the other ones you're going to take with you? The other two, yeah, we take with us because... Uh, well, just think it makes his job more difficult to teleport you. There's more stuff. The more stuff you take, the harder it's going to be. So you want to take both of them? Theoretically, you only need one, if you even need one. Why do we need to bring a battery? The whole point of the battery is to be the way to get back home, Unless right? we get there and there's something really bad, and then we can like charge it as like a bomb or something? Possible. I mean, is it worth the extra effort to get there? We could turn it Maybe into a bear. Maybe not I mean, it's not that heavy, but... Um, it's a whole other thing. It's, all, it's, like, it's like a whole other person. It's a big contraption thing, you know. Your call. What do you want to do? Never mind. Uh, no? Yeah. You'll all need to focus and concentrate to get back, but as long as he's got that waypoint there, that's the anchor he needs in order to do it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll leave all three batteries right here, and we'll charge them all. <laughs> all right. So you, well, he's out. You have a feast. Yeah. You rest for the evening. There's, it's a little quiet. You know, I think everyone's a little tense. An hour after the first rays of sunlight crest over Titan's ridge, a void storm is visible forming in the void and advancing towards the observatory. These storms are not uncommon and rarely last more than a few minutes, but as Vermond is quickly telling you, the glass is exposed. And if he covers the whole thing up, he has, A, he doesn't know if he has enough time. B, if he does, there's not enough time to uncover it and recalibrate it. So you have to figure out a way to protect that okay. now. So um, I will try to make uh, uh, force shields over the, uh, the, the glass. You can pretty much create a bubble around it to protect it. That's pretty easy. It depends how strong and powerful this storm and how damaging this storm is going gonna, is gonna to be. Um, Vermont is looking at it. The roar is starting to, you know, to get louder. And he, he thinks it'll last a minute. All right. Well, yeah, well, I was going to do Shield of Faith, but that's a creature. <laughs> well, I mean, you got, okay, so here's what he's doing. No, he's just putting give him yeah. assistance yeah, to his he's divinity. He's putting his divinity he'll get a, he'll into get a, uh, this advantage. shield. Yeah. Okay? Every round that you all spend for I wouldn't be doing giving it, him energy. Yeah, well, this is the day after. This you were awake. Oh, now. am I up? Yeah, all yeah. Right. You are all oh, well, awake. This is the morning of the next day. I would like to assist of, him in this. Of the next day. You all can. Help me! So you guys can feel you know, his divinity being forced into it, and you can feel yours entering the shield with him if you focus. Okay? Yes. You can do one action per round. You can choose to recharge his shield, and on a, on a successful roll, you all can add one die four plus your con bonus back into his shield. 
or you can choose to heal Doro. I'm sorry, to heal Doro, Zion, which Zion. may come into play later. So, so it has currently on it, let me see. Yeah, how? It has yeah. 22 hit points. It has 22 points right now. All right, so the world storm, you can just see this wall of black swirling stone coming towards you, and then wham, it hits. You feel the whole building shake and rumble as it slams into your shield, and you take, and the shield takes. 11 points of damage. You just feel it shudder. It's halfway burnt through. But you hold it, okay? And everyone's and, and like, no! And they go to give their energy back. So let's just go around. Roll uh, your roll your wisdom. Uh, 14. 14, okay. You, you just aren't quite able, like you can feel the energy, but you're not quite able to re-energize it. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, that was a constitution roll. Does that help you? 16. Okay, then yes, you are. You're able to, you, you, you flood energy into it. Roll one die four plus your constitution bonus. Five. Shield takes back five. Doro's energy flows into it. Right. Torvik, <laughs> roll your constitution. Oh, shit. Nine. No, you're just, you, you feel the energy. You're, you're starting to understand it, but you're not able to recharge it. It's too loud. Too many things are happening. Para, help me. Oh, you are lucky. Barely. And that's fitting. So Peril only gives two points back into the shield. Round one's over. So you round lost two. And round one, you lost four points from your shield. That's where we are. Oh, the, the, the storm increases and batters you almost to your knees as it takes 13 points of damage. If the shield collapses, you can put your own force of will into it and just transfer the damage directly to yourself in order to keep it stable. So uh, do, I have to, do I have to be going here to, uh, to make sure? You're just, no, if it hits zero, you will. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right now, you're just holding it. Okay. Can he take an action? No, is the, this is what he can do, yeah. If, if he does okay. anything else, he risks dropping this shield. All right, well, let's just keep this train rolling. Shall we? Six. No, no, it falters and your connection just breaks. Uh, 14, or no, 13. 13 total? Yeah. No, both of you, you just can't connect oh, with them. Oh, and Para comes through again. Four, four points of damage back. Nine. Oh boy. All right, I will choose then to put some of my power. Oh, no, no, when the damage hits. You don't have to choose anything until there's actual damage. All right, so the winds buff at you again. 13 out of 22. Eight points of damage. Okay. So now you have one okay, point you left. You, 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 you can, you're all connected with this energy. You can see it now. There's this same purple-pink energy that extends from Zion in a bubble around the telescope, and you can see the energy faltering as little bits of rock slam into it. Yeah. Round Ten three. is round three. 11. Total? No. Yeah. Yeah, 20. That will do it. So you're able to feed energy back into it. Roll one die four plus your con. So four. Four, okay. You feel a surge as four points go back into it. Para. Para's not able to help you that round. He falters too. All right. Round four. How much longer is this damn 11 points of damage. Okay, well then I will put. Roll constitution. 
You were able to stay conscious, but just bare, just barely as blood begins to roll down your nose, and you take whatever extra damage there was. 16, right? 16. Okay. You did, yeah, so Zion is being hurt now, but he's able to hold the shield. Round four. Uh, I'm not that hurt yet. Is, but I'm bleeding out my nose, but I mean, I'm still... No. Uh, the shield needs more power. <laughs> more power to the forward shields, Captain! More power to Can't the forward shields! Can't do it, Captain! I can't do it, Captain! I don't have the power. You're the one with that voice. <laughs> Six. Jesus, no. Uh, no. A... Good thing this mechanic's no, really I... forgiving. Terra rolled a natural 20. Thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Paris, oh, you're so lucky. Paris sees the blood pouring through your nose. Scion! And there's like a little bit of fire leaps out of his hand and rolls around you. Ten points go back into the shield. Round five. Shield is at one. <laughs> Down to one point as you're just holding oh, on. Power. Eleven. I'm not very good at this. No. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. plus three. That will roll. One die four plus your con, please. Uh, Pair rolls of 16. Five. five plus another four. So take nine back into the shield. Back up to ten. <laughs> Fourteen. So it blows through the shield. You're able to, you're able to remain because you know what it's going to be like now. So you felt the same effect, but you lost the hit point. So you're now down to... Okay, and now a trickle of blood forms in his ears and runs down the sides of his, of his neck. I'm healing him. Round six. You can't. No, only Why? I can heal him. Why would you heal him? How would you heal him? What do you mean? Well, I'm, you said I had two choices. You can't. He can. I you have, have one yeah. choice. You have one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All you we can do is put power, power into the shield. Into him or no, something. all you can do okay. is power, is power so, the shield. four. Doro, you've been extremely unhelpful. <laughs> Yay! Four. All right, hang on. Sirena's hand, I forgot you could do this, clamps around your oh, shoulder, right. and you feel a rush of healing energy. You're back up to full. Nice. And then she is blown backwards. There's some kind of feedback, and she's like curling her arm, but you know, she's okay, and there's like tendrils of smoke rising from her, but she's like, fine, focus. I see that and go, well, that does my job. Another 19. That'll do it. Roll one die four and add your con. Uh, four, five, six, seven, yeah. Nice. Negative four plus seven. Pear got knocked back as well and was unable to help. So you took, so the shield is now at? Three. Three. No, wait, wait. Once the shield's blown to zero, there's no negative on it. It got seven. It's just negative in your health. Exactly. Round seven. Ready? Go for it. Thirteen oh. points of damage. Uh, so shields blown through. Well, that, again, it's still active, but so you take another six. So that puts you at sixteen again, right? Yes. Okay. Terrible. <laughs> That's all right. Five. Jesus Christ, Doro. Eight, nine, no, nine. Uh oh. Fifteen. Just enough. Five points. <laughs> Fourteen more points. 
there's blood forming in his eyes, so the whites have just gone crimson, and he's just bleeding from nose, eyes, ears, and just struggling with consciousness. Thirteen. Total? Yep. <laughs> Damn it. Who's next? I full on heal. Fifteen points. Okay. Paris sees that. He was considering healing, but he's afraid to distract with fire, so he tries to give you shield energy succeeds. God, I can roll well. It's only two, but it takes two more points. Two points, right? Round seven. Fourteen points. So twelve to you. Oh, and really, like, you, like, your healing wounds, wounds are healing, <laughs> reopening on his face. He's just being torn this apart on both sides. This can't feel good all for you. Oh, it cannot feel good. I'm a filet of fish. 17. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. And you're gone. <laughs> Finally. Hey, uh, six. Nice. Maximum. The shield. Six points into the shield. Uh, 20. That's fine. A natural? No. No, okay, so... Uh, five. Another five points back into the shield. <sighs> okay, Perry doesn't know what to do. One to four, one to two, he heals you. I'm Three no, to I'm four. Not yeah. No, you're yeah. not. On one it. to two, he heals you. Three to four, he powers the shield. Three. Okay. Power power. 17. This is it. This is when you die. Yeah. And he decided five. it. Five points into the shield. 16 points. Worlds, this is round eight. No, it's round eight. Okay. The world storm seems to lessen slightly, maybe because everyone puts their power into <laughs> it oh, at the once. Eye. Good. And There's it, only one other side to this <laughs> now. It takes seven points of damage. Wall power. Is there a house flying by by any chance? No, not yet. <laughs> a witch Doro driving go. a bicycle. Empower the shield, Fuck this plan! What a terrible plan! <laughs> Tell me that. Did we not account for a fucking tornado alley? Apparently not. You said one minute! I know, right? Damn! Uh, Every around is six seconds. Ten rounds equals a minute. Oh, Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. All Roll right. one day four and add power to the shield. Uh, five. Fourteen. There we go, natural twenty. No, Roll two die four and add twice your con bonus. So we got four and so six, so ten. Nine. No, it can't, it can't go can't over go your health. So, so 22. 22, yeah. Full strength now. The shield glows bright. What full power? Help me! Your hair's like sticking up on your sides, right? Para, um... Show me, babe. Okay. But, but then I have to make a con check. So no, wait for torment, wait for torment. Okay, well, he, he, he holds his action up. up. Right, he yeah. waits. He just like like little flames dance on his fingers, but he's gonna hold his action. All right, round nine. Again, the winds seem to be not as powerful. Seven points of damage. The shields hold. Eighteen. You add Yay. points back into it. No, that's how it should have been working. <laughs> uh, three. Okay. Eighteen. Shield regains strength. Not that much strength. <laughs> so Para's gonna try and power the shield as I've long as the shield's you. still I up. I only have 15 points of heat. Uh, Para's too distracted, one. he's too indecisive and isn't able to help on either way. Round 10, this is the last one, right? Yay! So, Sorry, I just caught farted. It's, so you can feel the wind lessening except 
it's carrying one huge rock, probably about the size of him, straight towards you, and it's gonna slam into your shield. Zoro, teleport that! <laughs> you can't, you can't yeah. just reach out and teleport something. Yeah, it's gonna hit, ready? No. Okay, the shield takes 12, 14, 15, 19 points of damage that smashes through, but holds and doesn't crack the glass. I take one point of damage. Yep. <clears throat> All right, and you know, you hold it for a while, but the winds lessen. You can stop feeling impacts on the shield and eventually you're able to just let it go and the sky is eerily calm again. Bad, bloody, torn up, I mean bad. Zion! Oh, it's like, oh geez, and he's like, flame, flame. Like, 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 like it's, it's ow, 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 but it's like just a little bit. Like, oh, ah, sorry. Yeah. I'll take like two points. <laughs> yep. You are exhausted, but he's able to heal you back up to, you know, full. Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna take a long rest after this. Yeah, you all need to take a long rest after this one. Um, there, you, you, While you're asleep, there's yeah. another storm. You all, no, you all are, no, there's gonna be rotating guards to make sure, any, you know, someone will wake someone up, but you guys stand watch basically as you rest until the next morning. Anything else you wanna to do to prepare? No. Okay, all right. Eat, drink, and sleep. The next morning you wake up, you all know exactly when this is gonna happen. It's 17 minutes after noon on this day. It is now the 30th of Safan. You ready? I'm uh, playing with my gambler's dice. All right, excellent. While, while looking over there. All right, Cyrene has got the Eye of Saw, and she's just kind of rolling it in her hand, which is not really like her. She's not a nervous tick kind of person, but she looks a little tense as well. We have no idea what's waiting for us on the yeah. other side. Yeah. So I'm just make... sitting, I'm, I'm spinning that blade to make it the, the wind We're noise. all doing something. Right. Do, so something yeah, do something too. Everyone's yeah, everyone's kind of doing something. <laughs> Just a Right, right. Para's tossing a little ball of fire from one hand to the next. You know, you're all doing something, yeah. right? It's like the character selection screen. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> right. is sleeping. <laughs> all right. The morning after the void storm is clear and calm as a brilliant cloudless sky shines overhead. At exactly 17 minutes past noon, the world storm simply vanishes. The Union is a massive onyx tower that ends in a jagged point several miles above the rocky floor of the void. Two-thirds of the way up, it hooks outwards, forming space for a wide, circular pavilion, several hundred feet across. In the center of this space, the God King lies over the sarcophagus. The PCs were shown in a vision, uh, sorry, he lies over the sarcophagus you were shown in the vision while in Orem's temple. Where they had the, um, you know, the, the ring. Well, the four people had that stone ring in the center of it. He slumped over that now. So that's what you can see. You can clearly see he's like, you know, Verm, you know, Vermont checks it, waves you over. You're looking through this gigantic telescope, and you could clearly see the pavilion and the God King at it. They're about two miles up when it hooks out, and then there's another mile of tower above it. So you're almost at dead level with it. Guys, guys, I can see him. Does he look hopeful? <laughs> okay, and then you see Vermond flip over this giant hourglass because it's that's how much time you got. All right, well, let's do it. We don't have any time to waste. 
Okay. Right. So you're focused in. Alright, here we Bling bling. Sirena pulls out the eye, grabs on, and slams it into Doro's back. Roll. Then roll inches. Everyone roll wisdom. Ha! Natural 20 from Para. Nice. I got a 2. I got a 13. That's enough. 7, 8, 9. I got a 3. Okay, well, the two of you falter a bit. The distance, you don't understand. It almost feels like you're suspended two miles in the air, and you feel the vertigo and the nauseousness of that. You just can't quite focus. You feel it start to slip and you panic for a second and then all of you feel a rush of fire. Para is standing behind you. His eyes are rolling and fire, that same blue harmless fire rolls up and around him and you just feel like a thrust in your back and all of you vanish from where you are and reappear on the pavilion. A force strikes all of you in the chest and ejects you straight backwards, randomly off the edge of it. Each of you roll a die. South. Northeast. For Torvik. Zion falls to the east. East for Zion. Northwest for Para. East for Cyrena. You all are shot out across and over the edge and are falling. You are falling two miles straight down. It takes 36 seconds to fall the full distance, which is six rounds until you hit the ground, and we're gonna stop right there. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God's Fall. If you like what we've done in season two so far, please do us a favor, go to godsfall.com. There you can check out links to our Patreon account or pick up one of the official God's Fall t-shirts. If you can't afford to donate anything, consider writing us a review on iTunes. Every review we get is the best advertising we currently have for the show. So I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode, and we will see you next week for The Union, Part 2. Part 2.